I, th I, th I think you made Craig mad, Jess. You made him mad when you called him what you called him. That wasn't nice. It's upset. <laughs> so we are uh, three or three Monday Night Raw Raws away from WrestleMania. We're almost there. Uh, biggest show of the year. And, Twenty-one uh, days on the countdown. Zero Hall of Fame uh, inductees announced. That's weird. That is. I don't weird. know. Like, and there's something not... to take. I'm not sure what you negotiate with Hall of Famers, but why would you not have Batista there and then Sid was another name? And I don't know what other names there have been, but you have to line up five or six. So well, they not you know, have one, one Craig has movie strange. dates and one guy has softball dates. You got to work around. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> well, I'd laugh so hard if Sid was still playing softball. Yeah, I bet he is. Crank him out. Uh, well, Batista, especially with Galaxy Three coming out relatively yeah. soon, right? Yeah, they're gonna have a they have to have a massive tour on that for sure. Yeah, so I don't know why they wouldn't put him in the Hall of Fame and kind of start that or whatever. And, oh, and maybe that's it. Maybe he can't even commit to that one night or two he nights. Probably, he probably cannot. I would I would think. Um, when does Galaxy Three come out? I want to say summer, but I'm wrong. I'm, so I he could probably... be in the right. Oh, I, I think so. I think you're right on it. I think you're right on it. It's in the edit room, but you got to go back for edit work too. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, because I know a little bit about the movies. I don't know anything, but uh, <laughs> when they're when they're in editing, a lot of times you have to go back and and do edit work, at least for audio and stuff like that. So, because um, it would have it would have been announced May fifth before right? had it was like, like an May, email yeah, email. I thought it was yes, May. Yeah. Which I mean, <clears throat> WrestleMania is April first and second, so it's literally really a month away. Yeah, that's tight. That's tight. If they're if they're doing anything last minute, like typically it could. Sometimes they open in Europe weeks before, so if it's ready and they've already got these <clears> PR guys on like fucking schedules. You're doing press targets all over the world for it too, so that's just happening. You know, yeah, weeks in advance. So like, go see it. I'll, you know, go see it on May fifteenth, and you know, they're gonna be on all the late shows and everything. What other names have you guys heard be besides uh, Batista? And or Sid. Rumors, I've heard uh, Sid, Michelle McCool. Jesus Christ. Okay. Stop it. <laughs> what? what are you so mad about? Um, let's see. Let me see. I'm going to pull up uh, just some shit here. The rumors. Let's... Well, here, here, here's while you're pulling that up. I mean, you talk about it. The, the other weird thing is that, that we don't like is that they're actually having it right after SmackDown. So it doesn't really. It feels like they're not even emphasizing it like they used to. Like, did you run out of names? Did you run out of people to put in there? In, I heard in, in that. Mind? Like, if they run out of names, which is interesting. You know what? I heard a very a very funny tweet, and it really made me think. I was like, and it just, it was a, a still shot and a photo. And I said, Ahmed Johnson, Hall of Fame worthy? Question mark. I was like, no um, fucking way. Well, but the, answer, but the answer is yes. It's, it's the, I hate to say it, it's, it's, the, it's the Coco Beware. Um, you Would know, you put classic. Ahmed Johnson in the Hall of Fame, Dave? If you're, no, putting, if you're putting Coco in, you're putting Ahmed in. I mean, I would be offended fuck if you. you, David. Are you are you serious right now? Like, come on. You're saying I, it, Ahmed it, Johnson it, okay. is the same level as Coco Beware. No. Coco, Coco. Coco he's a bird. He could fly. Let's, let's be real. Coco was, Coco was a ba way better wrestler. Um held his own in the territories. Amen was completely built by the machine and not nearly as talented, but they're both mid-carters is what I'm saying. Oh. And, you know, and it's just, you know, again, no, I get, I, I, I'm only saying that. So, and, and, and then look at other people in the hall of fame. Like, I understand. Come on, man. I mean, Drew Carey's in there. Fuck Amen Johnson. Throw him in. I, you know, um, Jess, Amen Johnson, you in? 
This year? Uh, uh, I mean, why not? Not this year. Not uh, this year. He's got, he's got to wait a year. He's got to wait a year. According from the Wrestling Observer, uh, WWE has yet to have backstage discussions regarding the 2023 Hall of Fame. As of this writing, the company hasn't made any announcements, despite the ceremony currently being scheduled for March 31st at the Crypto Center after SmackDown. Uh, however, names such as Batista, Jazz, have been pushing to be inductees this year. Oh, Jazz would be good. James, Mickey James has also stated that she wants Victoria to go in. And let's see. All good names? I mean... They may not have a massive headliner, but do you need one? Or how about this? Instead of inducting 25 people every year like they've done for a time, two how about make the ceremony a goddamn hour and then do, like, one men's wrestler, one tag team, and one women's wrestler, and maybe one celebrity. Four. And then just fucking each speech is 10 minutes. That's a long time, 10 minutes, to get there and babble on about and then. We were in the. I mean, some speeches are awesome and they're good, and I, I wish they would go on forever. But others, I'm like, okay, like just get them, get them going. Here's, here's here's the other thing we were talking about before we came online. Uh, the fact that you're having it after SmackDown. My first question is, when when does the beer line stop? Because that's that's a good three hours of drinking, and then the yeah. Hall of Fame, then the Hall of Fame starts, and you wonder why there was a run in on Bret Hart a few years back. Even on a good day when it's just the. You're Hall asking for trouble, man. You're asking, you're asking for trouble. Like, it's boring, and, like, people have trouble, like, so people that aren't respectful of the overall Hall of Fame, and you're just there for two for SmackDown, and you get a bonus of this, how are they going to sit through jazz and... I mean, and, and, uh, and to, I'll even devil advocate the other way, right? The hard part cool. about the, the hard part about the whole thing is you can't have it on Saturday anymore, because WrestleMania is now legitly two nights... And that you fucked it up, I think. I really do believe that the two-day mania, which I prefer. It's great. Um, to be honest, I yeah. you know, I I don't know why we've never thought of it before, like, but uh two days of mania is perfect. So the one show doesn't have to be eight. And when you hours. when you require yeah. all the all those superstars to be at the Hall of Fame, they can't be there on, on Saturday morning because they're all prepping for Saturday, you know, like they're prepping yeah. for WrestleMania. So they can't even even when they have it on when they had it on Saturdays in the past. Wrestlers would dive out early because, like, dude, I gotta get some sleep. I gotta be ready for my match. I gotta, you know, that even that was tough. And they've so. already bungled the uh, NXT used to be firmly on Saturday night before they did two days. Now yeah, they now make it's NXT Saturday at morning. 10. NXT's ten in the morning on Saturday. Fucking weird. Like it's just we'll really be, weird. We'll be lucky to make that. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I mean, I think we're gonna make that, but we'll be lucky to make that. That's what I'd say. I, I just, I don't know. I mean. Maybe that's maybe everything we're saying is the struggle they're actually having. They're like, how do we do this? How do we make it make sense on Friday night? How do we make it so it's not till one in the flipping morning, you know, after SmackDown is over? How do we make all of that work? So they're kind of just keeping it tight lipped. They they might have a set of people and then they might trim it down, but they don't want to. The last thing you want to do is announce everything and then take people away because, um, you know, the old saying like Vince Vince would be like. If something if somebody does pull away for something you can't control, you better give them something better, right? That was kind of always his saying. You better give them something bigger than what was on the on that card, and you can't just take Hall of Famers away. So, I don't know. I, I it, maybe they're legitly struggling with. See, it. I hope they don't cut it out, right? I know it gets a lot of slack for not being a legit Hall of Fame or whatever, but I I really like it. It's I enjoy it. Yeah, it's I part hope, of WrestleMania week. Stop it. I think you're I, right. I think they'll give us a big package. But here's uh, an idea. Can I give you an idea? Put it on a fucking Thursday or a Wednesday or something. Put it, put it by itself. People put it on its own. People people would go to it separate before and they would sell it out in small venues. Put it back in um 
I don't know, like a like maybe um a theater like stand up comedians performing. And so you're not trying to sell, you know, ten thousand tickets. You're just trying to sell five and it's all good, you know, like or a three thousand yeah. seat van. Don't have to fucking have the massive stages. I mean, they were impressive looking, but that's hard to maintain, like all the time. Yeah, I, that's that's what I think. I I, I don't know. I hmm. it I think if you don't have a big name to anchor it, I don't think it's worth doing. Then you maybe wow. announce it as a little package during the thing, but you it's not worth putting the camera crew together and spending a hundred thousand dollars recording it and having the whole thing with it. What? So if? I think if you can't get Batista, it's going to be a hard sell. What if that's, a good, no that's a good point. What if they're trying to work it out where they have a special edition three hour SmackDown and they run they run Hall of Fame pieces in the middle of it? No, they wouldn't do that on TV, but they I think anything now though is gonna seem like less for some odd reason. Like I feel it is. They, it's going, they standard for having it on a separate night. But I can I could I could see them to to keep it short. They gotta keep it under TV time. They get they get the special three hour allotment and that extra hours to account for whatever I mean, Hall of Fame you get in there. It's another typically it's typically another three hours on Peacock that gets a lot of traffic that they can promote and they do on a Saturday night on a Saturday or Friday night. When wait, when was last year in Dallas? Friday night? Friday. It was Friday. It was after SmackDown. Same thing. So, so here, here's the question. And why, so maybe Craig, you're onto something because maybe that's the only reason why you do it. You don't care about the venue, the tickets. You don't care about the TV time necessarily. All you're caring about is the network uptick. People, right. people getting their free month of WWE network or Peacock, right? For that month. Sorry. Um, to watch the hall of fame on that particular Friday. And that's and that's all they're utilizing it for now. So that means that it does carry less nostalgia and you're going to get less people. And by the way, if you're Batista, would you want to say yes to that? Probably not. We were, we we're talking about his schedule, but maybe he's like, no, I don't want to do it that way. I, I, I think I deserve more. If I'm going to do this, it should be something that's completely I also separate. think of um, as commercialized as it's become and as big a production as it has become. Like, uh-huh. I feel bad for the talent. Like, you don't think that, like, Coco Beware loved, like, being in front of all those people, even though the headliner was, I don't remember who the headliner was that year. But, I mean, like, the underlings that never get a chance, you know, like, I think that's kind of amazing. They get to go and dress up and go out, bring their family. And, you know, when is Hillbilly Jim ever going to get to, you know, do that? And I'm not trying to be an ass at all. Nikolai Volkov was probably super proud. Like, everybody knows the goddamn Iron Sheik was proud. It's the pinnacle of what they've all done for fucking 30 years. This is why to to lessen it or to to cram it between matches on SmackDown or whatever. I think it's not fair to the talent. Like, I think that Vince said himself, when he dressed up that stadium in Orlando, Florida and put live palm trees at the top and shit like that, because it was a dump, the Citrus Bowl. And oh, uh, yeah, and them were like, dude, you, we're going to blow our budget. He's like, there is no budget. I don't care if we lose money on WrestleMania. Like the media that we get and the, the what we do for the city and all that stuff is way more valuable than that. So I don't feel that they care about the cost of it like at all. I, I don't I just find it odd that they haven't announced anything yet, but they're selling tickets that advertise it. It's weird. I don't know why they would do that. Well, it, it's easy to sell tickets to SmackDown. Oh, and by the way, a special event, Hall of Fame at the end of the show. And that's all. Yeah, you it's very weird. And I feel that I don't feel it was a budget thing, because if it was a budget thing, they wouldn't have crammed it's in. A, it, it, it's, it's not a budget thing. It's, it's no, a it's a name thing. thing. It's a PR thing. If they don't have it's any a PR thing and connect and the entire a, thing, then it's over. You, you can have but five. It's also, it's also the time frame, Craig, too. The time frame doesn't work. And like to your point, because of the time frame, I think the PR thing's not working. Like. 
I'm, again, I go back to it. If I was Batista and I'm like, yeah, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame and you're going to be the main guy. Okay, what are we doing? We're doing like Saturday? You're like, no, no, it'll be after SmackDown on Friday. He'd be like, no. no. I think it'd be fine because the whole package for a Hall of Famer is the event and then you get recognized Saturday, Sunday. So that's so you got to commit the whole weekend, which I don't know if he's, and I for, totally forgot all about that. If they're in the final stretch of Guardians of the Galaxy and you have to launch it worldwide, Europe first, and then probably Asia, and then all this shit, and the cast has to be together, and Chris Pratt, so he's got to spend yeah. three days away from the cast and, like, um, promoting the thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why they just can't commit to it. And maybe Sid's not big enough to anchor it. Like, um, yeah, they got a little, I don't know. It's weird. But with three weeks to go, you they should have something. They've never, they've never... Um, ran it this close to the line before it's it's the weirdest thing i think we've seen and and in the in the road to wrestlemania in a long time um when you think about it it's it's definitely off it's i don't say it's off the mark but it's off kilter it's just it's it's the balance yeah they're scrambling there's like something i feel like the speed they were going i was like god damn like i mean i know there's been a lot of professional wrestlers but you guys are burning through them like crazy like there was like a five-year span where i was like anybody else you want to put in this year because you already put in nine like so, maybe they did fuck up. Maybe now Albert Johnson looking. does need to fucking go. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. I'm, no offense, I, I know everyone puts their bodies on the line the same. I get it. I'm not trying to be an ass, but you know, when you put Michelle McCool in and then you start parading her around like a Hall of Famer, I'm like, mm, you guys need to slow down. Like, you know, you're just uh, you're going right to the top shelf liquor on that stuff. Like, you need to just calm down a little bit. Like, mm. when you're really like, yeah, let's put Michelle McCool in or not. Like, I mean. It's just, uh, I don't know. Maybe they ran out of ideas a long time ago. And yeah, now they're fucked. Like Craig said, like, well, we have Batista. He can at least I help us for one. I've had other conversations. Like, are they going to start putting in active wrestlers? Because they're talk- people are talking about Rey Mysterio. I'm like, but he's still actively wrestling. And they're like, well, WrestleMania will be a retirement match. I'm like, yeah, but it's too late. Like, it's all you know what? I'd be over. okay if you put Rey in. This- that's a very good point. God damn. That's, that's tough. Yeah, if he's going to wrestle his son on Sunday. Edge was already in. They fucked that up. Like, the, why wouldn't you wait five years regardless to put Red Edge in? The year that he announced his retirement, they're like, Hall of Fame. And, or, like, the next year. Because he retired, like, shortly after WrestleMania one year. And yeah. then he got put in the next year. And I'm like, well, the, the, the NFL has that. They have a waiting period just for that purpose. I mean, Tom Brady retired and came back. And, and Ed Guerrero, like, they put him in the year after he passed. And I was like, calm down. Like, why don't you calm down? I like, could have really waited. Dude, Ray's waited. right next to his hometown in San Diego, too. That'd be fuck i would even Maybe i would even he, argue that angle, angle falls, got in too soon angle got in like immediately when he was done pretty much like he if, was if batista falls through ray would be the go-to if you're looking yeah. to get people to drive to peacock for uh yeah, for that yeah ray ray would be the would be the guy yeah makes sense i mean up until the last decade you have you don't have a big women's pool to draw from so you can't, you got to wait a bit, you know, before you put the Charlottes and the Beckys and the, you know, uh, Bailey's and the Sasha Banks and all that stuff in, like, you got to wait now, like, because yeah, you just, they're, they're going to be wrestling forever, like for a long time. Did you guys hear the spoiler alert for the women's thing? Um, and I'll say spoiler alert, turn on your radios for about 30 seconds. Um, Trish, I get might uh, turn heel. In this whole like Trish and Lita versus Becky versus Damage Control, and Trish might uh, do a program control? with Becky on the run up to SummerSlam. Wow, mm, that'd be cool. Ah, uh, ah, uh, that's uh, some the shitty way, account. Uh, by the way, Lita looks like shit, and like Aww. not looks like you no know, her performance, Aww. her performance 
Oh, okay, like okay, 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 okay. Oh, why, 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 why are we talking about Luke's sport? Like, why are we doing that? I should have, I should have clarified I, that. I, I did, I did awesome. not, and I did not see her uh, wrestle. Um, but it's very but and it's shitty, really, and I'm just like. I'm going to give you an interesting take on that whole thing, because if I'm not mistaken, didn't she just win the women's tag title with? Becky just won the tag titles, and then okay. it's going to be six man. It's going to be six man at Mania. Damage control against Trish, Becky. And so, Trish. so it's a six man. So you're not even you're not even promoting the actual title at Mania. So right. well, it's them on Raw, and they're not defending them. So Mania, I, so I, I tell man. I tell my friends this all the time. I said this this title is now trash. It's bullshit, and it's all Sasha's fault. It's all her fault. Like this, this thing could have been legit. She could have carried it, but she 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 just threw it down and threw a tantrum and walked out. And ever since then, no one has given it the accolade that you think it may need or deserve. The women's tag title needs to disappear. It just needs to disappear. It might have crashed before that, and that's why she left, because she was just, this is all you're going to give me? <laughs> and you know what? You're the second person that like wants to defend Sasha. One person actually said, don't you dare talk about Mercedes that way. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's done this twice. She's done this yeah, shit twice. Like, just deal with it. Me. It's better than nothing. You can't be the champion forever. Like, what are we well, doing? There's one women's title. Well, there's two technically, but sure. I mean, you yeah. can't not everybody can be champion. Like, look at how long Bailey's gone without it. She doesn't need it. And she's doing great. Like, I, I, I laughed my ass off. I think I sent that to you guys where the Hulk Hogan lookalike was in the audience. She's like, Hulk Hogan, you look like an idiot while she was getting her ass kicked. She yeah. just, Hulk Hogan, you look like an idiot. And then she walked away. And everybody was laughing. I'm like, Bailey is the best version of Bailey we've seen <laughs> ever. She's great. Do they think Sasha's the best or not? I'm like, how about we don't? How about we say Bailey might be one of the best ever? Like, how about why not? Like, she's been great. She's a she's good doing face. A she's great a great job. And I hate to say, it, Sa- Sasha, Sasha didn't look too hot in Japan when she featured out there. She didn't look, didn't come off too strong. I'm, you know, so yeah, she's just a language barrier, and it's a different world over there. You've only been trained on this in this entertainment company, and you go somewhere else where it's a little bit more hard hitting. It's jolting. It's hard. Like I understand. That. I'm impressed that she's doing it right. Like I think Cody, Cody was a little bit more PC about all of it. But um, Cody needed it. Sasha might need it. She might come back in a year and be like, "I was okay, gonna I'm say, you might, we might be having all good wrestlers go to Japan." That 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 yeah, talking and about Mercedes soon, and I hope that's the case. But I'm just, I do, I do get a little irritated with that tag title now, and I don't care if she thought it wasn't legitimate enough for her to hold it. Like just, just be professional. And she obviously it's was not. It's kind of your job, and and yeah, that was the second time she walked out. I think that. A lot of other wrestlers are unhappy in their roles, and they just don't walk out because it's money. It's a paycheck, and you should just honor it. And then hey, if you get did, I, did, did Zach Ryder walk out? He's like, hey, I'm still here. Fucking okay, oh, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph's still Dolph there? Ziggler. Yeah. Miz, the Miz. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, I just don't understand it. Like, I, I, If you're not happy, you should work your contract, and if they want to release you or you work out a release and it's all cordial, then I get it. But you just threw your show on the table and walked out. It's just... Way, I know it seems like he has a lot. He has a lot of time left, probably. But uh, you know, Miz is a goddamn Hall of Famer. I don't care what anybody says. Like I'm like he's it's, a fucking Hall of Famer. It's not even I, a question. Yep. You just he's just too he's like, still too active. I think is all. You know. What about people like AJ Styles? You know, when he's ready to hang it up, he'll go right in. So I think they have a lot of Hall of Famers right around the corner. Randy Orton. Um, they have a lot of Hall of Famers around the corner. They just haven't. I wonder, I like, because there's all the rumors that Randy might not be able to wrestle anymore. I wonder if they were waiting on that to try to induct him right away, like. Could be all sorts of 
wait a few years for him. Let him be special. They can come back. Him... All these wrestlers are like leaving and coming back once their stuff fuses and, and gets healthy again and their their spine and their neck and stuff. So yeah, I they're agree. Playing. You should uh, there should be a layover. There should be like a three to five year set before you put them in. But I don't know. There's speak. no there's no layover in wrestling at all. So you might as well just do it while the strike while the iron's hot, as they say. Because it doesn't matter. There's do no less, real the, retirement. Just do, less, just do less members every year so you're not saturate, you know what I mean? Like spending everybody. Um, I can't even go. What about Dusty? Oh, that's right. He's in. What about so and so? So here's another thing. Speaking of you know wrestling and why striking while the iron is hot, I, I read this and I can't remember who they're trying to work the contract out, but they're trying to work legitimate betting on wrestling results. And I'm like, I don't. I just. I disagree. I just don't think that's said, And I don't know if you believe him or not. Dave Meltzer answered a question on that, and again, take it for a grain of salt. He said that basically creative is not going to get the endings to the matches anymore. They're going to set the storylines and everything, and only like deemed officials are going to give the ending, and it could be Triple H, whoever they deem. Um, and it's going to be under lock and key, and the finish is going to be submitted, and then the wrestlers will be told they'll be given different endings, and then they'll know what they are, and then they're going to be so so many matches. And by the way, what? What happens when somebody gets hurt? And what if what if, I, I I don't know. I, I think it's way easier to tank something or change something and fake an injury. Like Did anybody going with me on the over under on Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy? No. Okay. <laughs> no, it's weird, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Remember when Daniel Bryan had his he had his mediocre mediocre rise and he was going up, but he hurt his arm in a match and he couldn't move it and he could he couldn't feel yeah. it, and they stopped it. And it was a legit injury at that moment, and he was pissed off. He was supposed to win that match. So what happens if he if he got hurt legitly? Do the, does everybody get their money back? How does that work? If and you're what, gonna do it like and treat like a real sport, yeah. That, but they already but, do that on FanDuel, don't they? They already or, or some like they already allow bets on some yeah, platform. Bet the wrestling already. Like so on how some. does how does this official WWE like in negotiation? I I, I think work? I think you're I think you're gonna be able to go past. Um, uh, remote betting, you're going to be able to do it in real places and things like that. And you and your money goes to like it's WWE sanctioned money kind of thing. Like you're paying WWE for the right I th- I think, instead of FanDuel. I think, I think they, no, I, I, I like as an example instead of FanDuel. Like if you were in Vegas, you could bet, you could bet on matches. Like instead of actually just doing online, but that was my understanding of it. You could do it just about anywhere. Um, you know what the- but. Who's who's better fucking marks than wrestling fans? Like, you know, you know how much money they would have made on people would have bet that Sammy's going to beat Roman on a B pay per view in February, and people would have bet on fucking Sammy over and over again. They would have lost all their goddamn money, and then people would be so mad. And I'd be like, well, why would you make that stupid bet anyway? Like, but I, I, marks, I think I think it's more than that. Like, I, I think there's a lot of things that can go down with that. The people that are actually working out the results of this, I can see people. Almost like you know, like the equivalent of inside trading, inside betting. On limit stuff. that though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Like, like it's I not. It's just it's not a true. It's not a true sport in the realm of that. It's it's already predetermined. Somebody's going to leak it. Somebody is going to take advantage of it. They'll tweak it. Somebody will innocently tweak it. And then Who's and then, that we find the scandal later where they pay a wrestler Dave to claim that they fucking don't feel feelings in their arms to that, get the that, bet. That's what off. I'm saying. That's what I was I'm getting fine. to. Yes. Like you're you're actually going down in the fourth kind of thing. Remember the taking the dives like they do in real sports, 
And this guy's like, no, no, no. I, I think I dislocated my shoulder and I need to stop. And now I lost the match, but my build, I'll be good for tomorrow. My build's still good. And or, everybody, everybody bet on, bet on that piece and bet on the, against the line and just want a ton of money. Beyond that, what if a wrestler that is hurt and should tell the ref that he's hurt does not and dies in the ring? And then basically they're going to be like, he didn't fucking stop because there was money on the line. Like, maybe I'm not even grasping the whole concept of what it would be. But like, yeah, I'm just thinking like, that's way too stupid. Like to bet on. I, I really don't. I don't. I don't like any. Craig, I don't know. What do you think, man? You're really quiet over there. How do you feel about it? Uh, yeah, I'm not. I haven't read the article, so I don't. They already do it, or they already did do it with FanDuel or some one of the DraftKings or one of the partners that they did, which you could bet on it. So I'm not sure that the requirements that they would have. Where if they're trying to do it worldwide, where you can have every casino and somehow have some legitimacy placed on whether you're betting on the thing and they can secure the yeah, safety of the is, result, uh, it seems it seems silly. Unless it, and the only reason they would do it is that WWE was somehow getting some portion no, Craig, of the percentage it's, it's, of this. It's not just that it was what I thought. It's not just FanDuel and online. They're they're in talks with state gambling regulators to legalize betting on scripted match results. So they can actually work with state gambling regulations um, for certain results. It has to be some policy where, to Jess said earlier, or or someone said it, you literally, there's only a certain amount of people that would know going into the thing, and so, they can't leak it. This yeah, is a no, that, horrible... You're, you're, you're right on it. Here, here, you're right on the nose, Craig. Listen to this. WWE is held discussions with state gambling regulators to, to legalize betting on scripted match resorts, uh, results. WWE is working with EI, commonly known as Ernst & Young, to secure match results so they won't leak to the public. Creative executives don't plan to inform wrestlers who will win until hours before the match. Um, WWE aims to have major sports betting companies offer bets on high-profile matches. So they're, not, they're supposedly not going to tell the wrestlers until hours before. Your garage band stopped again, didn't it? It did. Yeah, it did. I'm sorry. Well, let's use the Skype audio. Yeah, uh, it's fine. Also, did you guys hear that not only was Vince McMahon backstage at Boston's Raw, but he had a, a fucking black a mustache? Hat. I heard yeah. about that, too. People <laughs> said it was like a villain, like, drawn-on mustache. I mean, it wasn't drawn-on. It was an actual mustache, but it was like a thin villain mustache i think it's the best thing i've ever heard in my life and then someone like even the photo that someone used it was a fake photo from like 10 years ago or something like yeah yeah like, that, that wasn't the mustache that you saw mustache. yeah he was it, it was, was one with him with a fake one or something he shows up you know vince, I, I, was, he, vince thinks everything through right because he's not he's a calculated person so vince calculated this he's like and i'm gonna it's gonna be a thin mustache <laughs> And I'm gonna make a point to have it on Boston Rock. <laughs> I just feel like I feel like he's just testing the waters, though, right? He's kind of like, fucking mustache. Are people Who are but are, people, but are but are people gonna freak out that I'm there? Are they gonna lose their shit that I'm there? And he's he's trying to ink his way, just just oh. weasel his way back in, you know? Oh, well, maybe I respect him for his age and him just going like, yeah, I'm gonna show up and that's gonna be everybody talking. Yeah. They're like, okay, great, Vince. One more thing, and they're like, "Well, what could I mean? You showing up after you've been basically pushed out is, you know, and then forced your way back in is going to be news enough." <laughs> what? Mustache? No, I mean, I guess do whatever you want, but why does that have the thing? Be crazy, and they did, and everyone's going absolutely crazy. Not just because he was back there, but they're like, "He has a goddamn mustache." So I kind of appreciate <laughs> that, or whoever told him to do that is great. I think it's genius for no reason. Uh, and cheap 
absolutely nothing. It's just genius. Like it's just like people are gonna be just so trying weird. to get those hot chicks as a, as a seventy-seven ew. year old man. Ew, ew, bro. I know you guys. Uh, I know you guys didn't see it, but I Joe went to AEW Revolution live in San Francisco yeah. here and had a blast and. Uh, I ended up caving uh, because I saw that and I got jealous and I was like, I'm going to fucking spend $50 and get the stupid fucking pay-per-view. And I did. And but it was, uh, I heard it was good. I ever feel great about spending 50 bucks out of my budget. However, um, I'm very glad I did. I thought it was the best AEW show I've seen in a long time. And I know we're only in March, right? We've only seen Royal Rumble in January and uh, uh, Illumination Chamber in February. And it easily was better than those two. And those two were great, oh, good, good shows, I thought. I thought those two were really fun shows. Yeah. This pay-per-view was wonderful. Like, it was best. It was great from start to finish, I thought, so far this year. Um, you know, sure, I, maybe um, whatever, but. I, I have to, I, we don't want to do the spoilers, obviously, but I have to thank Craig for telling me to go watch the uh, Brian Danielson interview after, um, talking about how I couldn't feel my body. And MJF told me that I was not going to be able to play with my kids when this was done. And it all went through me when it was happening. And I, I just need to go home. And I was like, that was, I'm not doing any justice. Incredibly, incredibly yeah. um, powerful. If you moment. have to watch the pay-per-view and I, at this point you don't want it spoiled because you think you're going to watch it. I'm not going to be a dickhole and announce the winners, but you should, you could easily go watch. I mean, you watch the media scrums, you know who wins, but uh, you know, uh, MJF's media thing was fantastic. And so, uh, so was Daniel Bryan's like pre-tape promo was really, really good. And uh, I can easily say, that um, I mean, there's not a ton of them to base this on, but we've seen more than a handful. Um, I would say this is the best Iron Man match I've ever seen in in my wow. wrestling fandom. Really um, easily, easily, not even close. Brett and Sean, not even fucking close. Not even close. Wow. I don't ever want to hear that either because Brett and Sean was boring. Um, and nobody wants to hear that. It was <laughs> there. Craig took a nap. So, like, I Craig that. took a nap during the match. Yeah, you guys were there just, live in Anaheim, right? Yeah, we were there live for WrestleMania 12. Well, we it saw Brett Nelson and took our drama teacher, and our drama teacher fell asleep. That was an Iron Man, wasn't it? An hour? It was. Yeah, yeah that was an was Iron an Man. And then, and then they had to wrestle like a sudden death after, too. Yeah, Mania like, 12. Yeah. How, so, how, much, how much longer could this match possibly be? This, this <laughs> Iron Man match had the Iron Man time limit. There was falls that happened in between, which was awesome, because I get what they were trying to do with Sean and Brett, but it just fucking didn't work out, right? Like, yeah. to have no falls going in. Whatever, man. But uh, this, they did have falls in here. They had one of the most genius spots in here. It's, well, it's not genius. It's duh. But, like, we've been thinking it for a long time. But MJF, and it's not going to give away the ending here, but MJF fucking low blows Daniel Bryan right in front of the referee. So the ref's like, oh, you're disqualified. So Daniel Bryan wins the fall. And then MJF pins him right after that because he hit him in the dick. And then so the ref gave him that fall. And then he rolled on top of him again and pinned him again. And I was like, that is the most genius fucking thing I've ever seen. And then he went for a third time, and Daniel Bryan kicked out right before three. So he got, I think he evened it because Daniel Bryan pinned him clean to win the first fall. Then sure. Daniel Bryan, I think Daniel Bryan won by DQ because he gave up a fall. So now it was two nothing. But then he rolls Daniel, Daniel Bryan up, one, two, three. Now it's two to one. Rolled him up again. Now it's two to two. Daniel Bryan kicked, and now they're tied again. And it was just awesome. Like, it was just a great fucking match. It was just really beautiful. And I'm sure Daniel Bryan had a ton of input. And anybody who thinks MJF can't wrestle, you're stupid. And uh, he's fooling all of you, if that's what you think. 
because uh, that's his whole game is to fool you and piss you off and make you think he's not good. That's why you hate him and you want to see him get beat. Um, he's doing it in the age of social media where everything's given away. And he makes sure even Conrad Thompson on his podcast, like I, now that MJF, I don't he's not even a good person. I don't like that guy. Fuck that guy. And then everyone's like, wow. what? I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, whatever. Like, he's, ta- he's, he's, he's taking it. Him. He's got everyone on level with him going, just I'm. I need to 2023 heal this because I can't get away. Nobody can get away with anything with social media. Everybody's got a camera in their pocket. Like, and so he, MJF. He dumped, I heard he dumped a drink on a kid. He dumped a he drink on it. a kid. And I don't know, like, what, if this was true or not, right? But people say that the the mom was drinking, like, water down tequila, and that's what he threw on the kid, <laughs> which is even better. It's hilarious. I'm sorry. It's funny. It's funny as fuck. I'm he sorry. Out into the crowd, and the the kid was booing him, and it was like seven, maybe. I'm I, somewhere around that. And then mm-hmm. he grabbed. The mom had a drink in her hand. He looked at her and he grabbed the drink from her and threw it right in the fucking kid's face. And I laughed for at least five minutes. They were fighting in the crowd, and I was still controlling my tears, like from him doing that. Now he That's got fantastic. in a lot of trouble, like in the back, because in today's society, you know, you can't do stuff like that apparently. Uh, but they let the kid backstage. Uh, yeah, they, they took stuff. care of the kid, I heard. Which is, if that's what you're going to let your seven-year-old watch a curb stomp on brick and then let your seven-year-old watch Moxley take a fork. To, uh, you, know, uh, you should be happy that you became then, part of the show. Yeah, you're, you're fine if someone throws a well, and way, and throw and the drink uh, right at his eye. He like threw it kind of at his body like. You're a bad and mother. Fuck you. That if the mom's <laughs> drinking alcohol, I hope she wasn't. The kid's right home. Leave it. Why don't we just say that? So no one wants to focus on that. But then because MJF fucking saved the kid's life, by the way, by possible <laughs> car accident. So funny how you flipped the script. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, I just think that uh, people and need I'm to sure MJF alcohol had a moment her. like backstage or has, has reached out. Like he's he's not a he knows what he's doing 24-7. Yeah. yeah, and he's doing it because he knows he's under scrutiny all the time for it. So he's like, if I'm really just a dick constantly, unless I'm just with my actual family or whatever, um, then like, yeah, he's. It's, uh, just, it's just like it was three weeks ago when he was getting an elevator and he pushed fans away. Like, get, no one, no one's getting this elevator but me. Fuck all of you. And this lady's like, is that how he treats his fans? I'm like, yes, yes. And MJF yeah. knew it enough not to throw it in the face. He actually threw it downwards towards like the kid's body. I I believe you're oh, right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. It's totally so fine. on the kid, the way he, he I mean, again, I hate, I hate to keep going back Hilarious. to Bailey, but Bailey Bailey tore a kid's sign like a month ago, and that kid was bawling, and it was like, and they let him that's their job. That's why you're supposed to hate them. They want you to hate do. them. Yeah, it was like the whole point. Like she took like it was like a Becky sign and just Dude. just took it, grabbed, and this threw whole, it. This whole this whole thing great. of I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna say the word, but like uh, of of. Everything can't be all copacetic and everything happy all the time. I'm not going to say the word woke or whatever, but like I just did. But like <laughs> you are you have to have some force of good versus evil in stories and things that aren't nice. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. a heel has to throw something on a child to uh, continue his story of being healed so you hate him, that's what has to happen. Not Nobody can have everything nice happen to them a hundred percent of the time, and especially when let's it's let's entertainment. Let, let's let's just let the fans throw batteries again too. Batteries really and chaw. What? Let the fans just throw batteries and chaw again. They'll be fine. Ben <laughs> <laughs> Ash at an MTV event, he'll yeah. jump off the stage, chase you like a fucking seven foot gazelle. <laughs> <laughs> you know that clip? 
fucking jumped <laughs> off the stage. He's got bad knees. That motherfucker jumped off the stage and chased that man down in the crowd and fucking tackled him. Was that He's a like, hog wild? When, when did he do it? I mean, huh? What was it? Was it a hog wild or a nitro? TV event. Him and Hall were there for MTV Spring Break or something. They were doing oh, something on a right. stage. Right. That's right. Yeah, and the crowd threw, threw a fucking battery, and Nash is like, and jumped yeah. off the fucking stage and chased him down. The crowd parted like, this motherfucker did it, Nash. Like, and Nash gets on him and starts. <laughs> he jumps in, and Nash is like, I chased that motherfucker down. I was like, did it, sure did did it hit like, him? I can't recall. Did it hit Kevin Nash or no? I think it did. I think, and Kevin Nash deflected it or something, but it hit him. And then he was like, oh, fuck, no. Like, because he knew right there, he's like, security's not going to catch that fucking cocksucker. I'm going to chase him. I'm going to chase this motherfucker. That's crazy. It's crazy. Sure just a different <laughs> world back then, man. What a different time. Wow. Imagine a seven foot, 300 pound Kevin Nash running after you. I'd be like, oh, I would just curl up and die. I still, like, I still recall, I, th- I think I saw it on Instagram there. We're talking about all the all the fans that would run in during during Nitro on a regular basis. And they would so get. Was, and more than that, who, who, was that, who was that little referee with the mustache? He would he would put them in a front face lock and murder them like at the time. <laughs> He's like 130 pounds wet, dude. He's just like grabbing him and like. Just reaching him up. I'm like, there was one. I think he died of cancer. Uh, I think it was him. Yeah. He actually was a trained wrestler. He was, he wanted to be a professional wrestler. He was never big enough. And then he got sick. He was always like super skinny. So, like, uh, he just, everybody loved him in the back. Everybody did. Uh, but he was a trained wrestler. So he whipped the shit out of people. Like, when they come in, he'd just be like, oh, really? You want to fucking do this? It's great. Macho Man and Hall would try to fucking, Hall would pick his shots. He would just come over and be like, I'm just going to. I'm going to work punch him, but I'm going to fucking lay it in like all the time. Macho Man would just come up and try to punch him in the face like all the time. Every time Savage saw a fan, he's like, yep. And he just would fucking I run over. I it swear, it was always the NWO, purely Macho Man most of the time. And it was always that one ref, and I can't recall his name in WCW. It was the, he, had the, he had the mullet, curly hair, and the, and the mustache. And he was really small, but he would destroy. Who? I think it's Mark Curtis, if I'm yes, thinking yes, of right. Yeah, yeah, that's who it was. And he would just wreck people. I had no idea how many times that dude like just put people on their back. I was yeah, like, "That's amazing." Soaking them the second they got in the ring, he's like, like, <laughs> like, fuck, like stuck to him. Like, so funny. Oh man, yeah, I, I, I had a blast watching that. So too from that pay per view. I know a lot of people were given AEW shit for blood and stuff, but I'm like, whatever. Um, it blood doesn't bother me. Craig would have loved this match. Uh, Hangman Adam Page and John Moxley was fantastic. I mean, it was holy shit. Like. It was Mick Foley level easily, like, and it was, and that's high praise, and like, it was. I think what people just are trying it, to say though is like, like I think you guys alluded to too. Moxley like bleeds every week, and like, dude, just uh, stop. I think it's for kill, but uh, I just put it in a bubble in this match. Moxley pulled Got a it. fucking out and stabbed out of page several times in the face and i'm like holy shit like it was awesome uh, they were gimmicking it somehow i don't know but uh they, it was it looked fantastic everything they did like pile driver on a fucking chair with barbed wire wrapped around it like shit on the outside like it was just wonderful the crowd they brought in two bricks not cinder blocks but like bricks you know like the little tan the pink ones or tan ones and yeah. they did some amazing shit on that like on these they would stand them up and do shit on them it was crazy They'd stand them up on chairs and do it was fucking amazing like yeah it was wonderful i don't care what anybody says then don't go watch it then if you don't like it but it was the text that crazy. i remember from you and joe jess is Okay, Joe, um, check this out. The Trails match is going to steal the show. 
And then it was like, uh, I don't know how they're going to top that. And then Hangman and Mox were like, I don't know how that's going to be topped. And then the MJF match were like, I don't know how they topped Hangman and Mox. So like this progression of topping matches, which you were like, I thought they stole the show, like led the way, it seemed like on your text message. House of Black, House of Black uh, against the Elite. House of Black won the trios title. I'm going to give that ending away. Because the ending sequence of that was fucking amazing. Like, it was the knees that they were laying in. They were all worked, but they looked fucking amazing. And they did this crazy, like, triple knee sequence towards the end. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'd never seen anything like it. I mean, all the trios matches are good for the most part. Especially when the elite's involved. But holy shit. Like, every time Alistair Black, I know his name something different in a, a Malachi, Malachi or something. Yeah. Malachi. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know his name in AEW. I just he's Alistair Black to me. Um, every time him and Omega faced off, people <laughs> were like, every time him and Omega faced off, the crowd stood, got on their feet, and when they interacted, like people were chanting, "Holy shit!" And like, not he's, deserved, he, he's, shit, in, he's incredibly talented. I mean, wanted to see Black and Omega, like, and it was crazy, like, and everything was good. Everything was good in that match. And yeah, after that, Joe's like, "Oh man, like, yeah, I did steal the show." And yeah, and then after when Moxley then came on, I'm like, oh my god! Like, oh the my only, god! No the only thing that's really disappointing is that um, in Joe's in Joe's experience, he he benefited from it. He got he got a ticket six rows back with hours before the show starts, and I'm just I'm a little concerned about the the lack of publicity that it's getting. Um, you know, I know there's always seats left at WWE events. I get that, but they're not six rows back. I mean, that's and he got a great deal on it too. He said, too. he said, uh, like this place wasn't full. I'm gonna be honest. And I was like, God, that's disappointing, man. It's like it they're really big is. Places. Like, yeah. yeah, he's like, but it was. He's like, dude, this show was amazing. And I was like, yeah, like this is this is the. It seems like they returned to form with this show because they've been struggling since the whole punk thing, and uh, and they've just been trying to find their way again. But this show, I was like, oh my god, like this show was great. Like there was some and matches and stuff like that, but there's always going to be. Yeah, uh, match, but I would say for the most part, I did not see a terrible match on the card. Not like where I was like that sucked, like at all. There was no match that sucked. It was, some of them I was like, mm, I mean, it had to be that way, or you know, whatever. But like, it was never like, oh, that match was just fucking trash, like or anything like that. So, which is surprising because yeah. lately, you know, AEWs haven't they've been putting on some trash. <laughs> like to be honest, like some matches, I'm like, what are you doing? What are we doing here? But um, totally worth watching. Totally worth going back. And uh, checking it out, like, it was awesome. The Ironman match, like I said, best Ironman match I've, I've seen on American soil. Easily, no question. Uh, they figured it out. Before I knew What's it, the, I remember uh, the match was going fast. And I looked at the timer, and I was like, we half an hour in? I don't even, I didn't even realize we were half an hour in. That's how awesome it was. What's the replay run? I mean, I have no idea. They, they cut it in the half same, or what? It's the same fucking uh, price, yeah. I, see, I, don't get, I don't get that. If it's not live anymore, cut it in half. You probably get a lot of people that would pick it up after the fact. I agree with you. Especially because they only do four pay-per-views a year. I don't know why you wouldn't cut it down by 25%, 30%. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, I think you're right. If you even took it down 25%, then you get a lot of – you get, people here, oh, it's good. I'll, I'll, if you take money off a little bit off, I'll watch it. You know, I'll buy yeah. it. And then real quick, I know we're running a little long here. Uh, Jay, son of a bitch, finally turned on Sammy. The Usos are back together. The storyline has come full circle, and now it pretty much looks like it's going to be uh, Kevin Owens and Sammy against the Usos for the undisputed tag titles, which should be awesome at WrestleMania. It should be great. Match. We all we I all knew it was coming, and we're not mad about it at all. It's what it is. It's Wonderful. what it's supposed to be. Yeah, great, great story told over a long period of time. Fantastic. 
It's all coming, coming together. To so, uh, yeah, I know we're running a little bit long here, and Greg is angry, angry at GarageBand right now, and if I could have, <laughs> have a death match right now, they would have a death match, and Forks would be involved, and Bricks, but uh, alas. I would I would curb stomp GarageBand for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that happened on the Bricks, by the way. Curb stomped it, and the place lost mm-hmm. their absolute for loving shit. Ugh. All right. Well, that's unscripted. All right. I like that ending better than mine. I just go, go fuck yourself. All right. So that's a lot. <laughs> Stop. Dave's I'll still send you this. 